Freeze it. Miami Vice. Feel the Vice Effect. Pastel Police are coming for your asses, this, and uh, Tony Amato this week as well, also coming for your ass. <laughs> uh, welcome to the Vice Effect. Uh, I'm, I'm Bill, and uh, also here is Edwin, as always. Yo, what's up? We're going to talk about episode seven, No Exit, this time around. You should have Actually, had a sample in the beginning of this one, uh, I Hate Machine Guns. We should have sampled that part. I hate yeah, machine guns. Post production, I can do it. If not the beginning, at the end, yeah, like throwing a sample do. at the end. Uh, yeah, that would be a good one. So yeah, let's just dive right into it. Uh, the is this has every episode started with a stakeout or most of them, right? Always... Yeah, I, I was I was wondering if uh, they feel like they all start off almost the same and end the same. There's a very very stakeout quick. To start. That's how they pumped out so many episodes. You know what I mean? Yeah, they just have like their their stakeout set. We're gonna do five stakeouts today, and then nighttime rolls around. Okay, let's go down to the bay. We got uh, we got five boats booked. We're gonna do shootouts at each one. Call it a day. They didn't really. It seems like uh, I was thinking of this too. They don't. There wasn't a lot of like uh, sets. I, I think a lot of the stuff since it was shot on location, they actually used real buildings oh, to shoot agree, in. Yeah. Um, uh, which I know the I know the exterior shots of the police station is is like an actual place i think they shut it down now but if you notice that most of the shots are shot outside on location at some kind of miami uh recognizable um uh location you know what i mean so not a back lot yeah 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 Yeah. but no it's i wonder if that was uh that's probably saved him money maybe i'm sure and this had to be an expensive production either way (laughs) yeah uh, yeah, but so this this, this stakeout, you have uh, the whole crew this time. You have the, the first time you see Castillo's uh, short sleeve button up shirt in an episode. Just very standard, just plain white, got a skinny tie, and uh, I think his hair seemed a little bit more of a mullet this time than the the prior episode. Yeah, yeah. Maybe it was the humidity. It was it was they said it was 102 degrees at 7 a.m. Yeah, no, I was like, damn, that's hot. That's horrible. And so, and part of the stakeout was having some old women doing exercise for some reason. Yeah. Why would they choose a, um, I mean, I guess they're, they were doing some kind of deal. Uh, so they had to do it in, like the middle of the day, but damn, how are you going to buy machine guns and shit? You know, like, are they just making a contact? I'm not really sure. It just seemed like a really bad idea to begin with. Well, I think there was, there was a briefcase full of money. So it looked like it was supposed to be <laughs> a deal. They were going to bust them on. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Switek was, uh, the quote unquote comedy relief. As always, his his shirts, they just don't. His shirts don't do it for me. <laughs> I'm sorry, but my apologies to the, the fictional character. Would you say that he's the worst dressed on here? Uh, like, like just overall so far. Yeah. That's what done. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. If if Luke Costello had stayed around, wait, is that, is that his name? That was his name, right? Rodriguez. Oh, not not the uh, the old time comedian. My mistake. Yeah. Luke Rodriguez. <laughs> yeah. Um, then he may have been close because of his uh. He was like like dad, yeah. yeah but no, Switex got it by a long shot now. Um, yeah, my, my most had 
my notes have the Sonny in his car looking tired, and Swiatek being a goof, and then um, too many old people. It just came out of the woodwork. I love that Zito and uh, uh, Tubbs were just sitting there like chilling with the old people. Like Zito was eventually like, "All right, I'm gonna have you come this way." <laughs> when they thought yeah. things were coming down, they're like, "Oh shit, it's about to go down!" Like, come on. Very polite. Yeah, this is like this is the first time we see a bearded Zito as well, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, yeah, he's 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 looking rugged. Got the scruff. He didn't. Uh, he was uh, his attire was a little bit disappointing. Yeah, they get an off week. I, I think the beginning of this episode really like I don't remember a lot of what they wore, and I was thinking I was like I forgot to like write down what they wore, but obviously it wasn't that flashy at the beginning. And towards yeah. the end, though, it really makes its appearance. But yeah, the beginning I wasn't really impressed by anybody's clothing. You know. Yeah, oh, same here. Um, but it was a pretty crazy uh, how it went down. Uh, Sonny grabs one of the guys and just like drags him alongside of his car. Yeah, this. yeah. While there's machine guns that go off, like there's like literally just like gunfire going. And if you notice, when Tubbs is running to get that girl out of the way, they're literally dodging just by like a foot right yeah. from. It's like pew, 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 pew. I'm like, dude, that is. You guys are lucky as hell that no one there's no casualties in a machine gun being used, you know, right. or there, well, there could be, but they just didn't say anything. You yeah, know? because what goes from the machine gun to the uh, that like monster gun in the back of the van. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's what I meant. Yeah. Insane. And they get the how the cops let them get away. That they like let a, him go. They let him. They're like, all right, we got everyone safe. Just let them go. They don't have any more uh, backup. It's only Switech, Zito and Crockett and Tubbs and Castillo just looking like a hard ass the whole time. Like, I guess so. And then afterward, I thought of it afterwards. It dawned on me that the only time you see uh, Trudy and Gina was at the, at the start. They're not even in the episode after this. That right? Po- poor policeman work in this. Yeah. You know what I mean? Shame on them. <laughs> and it's funny that you know, Tubbs is down. The casino is just over. Him. He's just like, "Are you okay?" <laughs> very <laughs> like, like almost mad that he saved a woman's life and saved and didn't get shot. That was a great reverse bird's eye view from his crotch, crotch eye view up <laughs> yeah. to him. You know, I, I loved that. He, he was very looming. It would have been funny if he was like, eyes up here. <laughs> what if he's like, oh, I was yeah, taking yeah. a piss. Sorry. <laughs> Oops, Daisy. <laughs> I didn't see you there. Yeah. So, yeah, so um, also, that was funny, too, that the uh, if it was 102 degrees, the, uh, the, the that guy who gets away who's shooting the machine gun, he was way overdressed. He had that green coat. Yeah, like... Ugh. How did these guys, all, all of them, how do you guys, dude, I, I know how Florida is. I cannot go out wearing nothing but like, I, I can barely wear like a, a heavy thick t-shirt. It's so fucking hot down there, you know? So I don't know how they do it. I, I think, yeah. I mean, I it had to be hot, you know? I can't imagine waking up at 7 a.m. to 102 degrees. I couldn't <sighs> do it. But we did, we just had, a, I mean, before today, we had like four, a four day heat wave here. Uh, which, which we're in, it's June, right? Or early June, and that's not a thing that normally happens in Massachusetts. So, uh, like four days, ninety plus was not uh, not the most fun. So yeah, ugh, now it's just no thank you, and that's on the water too. If the hundred two degrees, and it's humid, it's like I don't know how they do it. They, they dude, uh, mad props to the cast and crew working in that shit. That's yeah, it's crazy. That, I'm sure part of that's probably. Don Johnson actually just like, oh, let's just shoot this scene and get it over with. He's like, I gotta go back into air conditioning. Yeah. And <laughs> I'm sure he was glad, like, if I'm sure like when they started the show, he's like, 
this, this is my wardrobe. Like, how come these t-shirts don't have sleeves on them? Yeah, did like, you, I get all, it. Like, none it. of those shirts have sleeves on it. And I was just, I was going to say that to you. I was like, now I get it. They, they, that's how he does it. That's how he wears those fucking jackets is he doesn't have any sleeves right. on all those shirts. Although a ma- I think a majority of his jackets are also just like a really almost see-through material sometimes. But poor Tubbs. Yeah, they have to be. This thin, episode, yeah. he was okay, but he's still, he's almost always in the suits. Yeah. I think right. Tubbs had the best line after the machine gun part, though, with that, that machine guns. I hate, he was rambling on about, I hate machine guns. You know, it was almost comical. Yeah, he went off on that guy. He like, he's like, hey, man, you got machine guns coming out of here, man. You got off the street, man. We got I won't calm down, yeah. basically. And then they just cut to the opening credits. It was like, it was like an awkward. It was he, like, he, humorous he, almost, but yeah, he didn't he yells, know what it was. And he just stops, and then just, everyone's just like looking around for a second. Then, I would hate machine guns too if I almost got killed by them. So, <laughs> so th- yeah. this one you got like the uh, you get the 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 best slash worst of times. You have him yelling, which always makes you laugh just in general. But you also get the Jamaican accent later. So you got like you get the Mark, two marked down, marked noted, yes, <laughs> definitely. Yeah, best of both worlds, yeah. Yeah. So we get back to uh it's a it's a I called it a tough interrogation of the guy that Sonny dragged in his car. And he's more than happy to spill the beans. Uh and I did note that Sonny, he's got the nice sleeveless yellow shirt going here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do you think the uh do you really do you think realistically, say it's if you were nineteen eighty four in this particular police office, do you think the it had air conditioning? Uh I thought I saw air conditioning in some of the windows in there. But do you think it worked well? No, absolutely no. not. No. no. Okay. They're all just, sweaty. They're like I don't know if they had if it was air conditioned. They some someone had to be uh, spraying them to make them look so sweaty. You know what I mean? If it wasn't, so. But yeah, I definitely think that air conditioning probably sucked. It's like the ones with the little strings on it to make you sure you know it's blowing. You know. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. So so they basically find out that uh, someone named Tony Amato could be connected to this, and there at the line i put was uh i think it was castillo or Tubbs who said let's get into his laundry yeah 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 they say he's like he's in tub says you know it's dirty or something like that right yeah yeah i think later on too when they're at the house like he like it makes it like he literally goes through his dirty laundry yeah and this is also where we see when they talk about tabbing the house we see lester he's back yeah i like lester he didn't have many appearances but no, he, remember I thought he, he was fucked up in that one episode. He messed up the the wiretapping. No, no, it, what Lester wasn't available. Oh, yeah, Le- Lester wasn't the one. It was the other guy. Yeah, that was it. Yeah, that was it. yeah. It was, so we'll call yeah. him Lesser Lester. The other yeah, one. Lesser Lester. Yeah. <laughs> no, Lester. Hey, I liked his shirt. Let's get that nice pink shirt going on. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. He also, he also did like the little uh, like he like would roll the sleeve over too, or to keep you know keep keep it extra cool. I think. And he had the gold chains. He was looking good. I don't know. I couldn't. I don't think I could have this. He had the beard. I don't think I could do a beard down there too. Too hot. No way. No way. I, yeah, you got to keep clean so, shave down there. So do, this all had to be on, like you know, uh, approved, like the, breaking into the house and bugging it, right? I was questioning that too because I was. I've been watching The Sopranos a lot lately, and they just like wiretapped his house. And I'm like, is this legal to like break into someone's house? And I've seen it twice on two shows. Hmm. separate time periods i'm like i guess it's okay you know like because because they they ask uh castillo for everything access to everything and they don't clearly say yeah go ahead and do it yeah but it seems like it because 
uh, you know, Zito was out there, like with like a leaf blower or something. Like he was like the lookout. So when they leave, oh, obviously when they leave, it's okay. It's Bruce Willis. So we're like, oh, Bruce Willis, awesome. Yeah. yeah. And and he was he was really great. I thought like he played such a a great awful person. Very convincing in this episode. Super convincing. Yeah. Uh, did you notice? It's not like exactly subtle, but when they're getting in the car, the uh, the the bodyguard has his wife like by the arm. Like, yeah, yeah. It's like, like she does away. Want, yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. Definitely like he. She like didn't want to go, you know, and she looks like she's like scared to even just get in the car with him. Yeah. And what'd you think of that car? Uh, what car was, was, it, was that? It was I a. This, I think this was was it a Maserati? I believe he refers to it later as. Yeah, yeah. I couldn't remember. I I remember it looked nice. It and looked. Like, I thought it was like it's like that's a weird BMW, but then they said it was something else. They utilized some really good shots of the cars too. They like used different angles, like especially with the way it like comes up from, um, Amato's car, and then even a shot at the the very opening shot in the Daytona. There's like this just slick look. It looks like they have like a better lens, like a different lens they've used, but the angle is like really wide. And it makes the car look really long and just you get to really see the kind of it looks like a commercial, you know, like a commercial for a fucking car, you know. I wonder if the director did work in commercials, maybe. P- very possible. It yeah, I'm looking at a picture of it now. It, it it's so weird. It looks like it's like it looks like a Jaguar and a BMW or or like merged together. Did it's it, a 19, does, 1980 does it Maserati Quattro Porte 3. Hmm. I'm sure that was like a luxurious car. Fuck yeah, I'm sure back then too. Oh, and looking at the picture, I'm re- reminded first his house was massive. Like it I love like his a, house too. It looked That's like a like a thing. Looked like a big pink warehouse. The architecture of the house is super cool. Uh, I see a lot of houses down those in Florida, and then I was like, I like just that's all they make me think of is Miami Vice. And then this house, it's very modern. You know the, that Art Deco look that was really popular then. Um, love very the layout. Cool. I think it's, yeah, yeah. I love the colors in the house and everything. I forget if I if I brought it up yet. Since we started recording this, those thick blocky glass windows. Yeah, I, I do not like those. <laughs> you hate those, the ones that I look like they're like those. a like, they're like it public looks like restroom a, windows. Yeah, that's it. That's it. Restaurant. Yeah. No. Like a, 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 a body shop. Like that's what they have in body shops yeah. around here. Anyone, anyone listening, uh, if you want to chime in on our Instagram or uh, wherever. Give us your thoughts on those windows. I, I I feel strongly against them. Do you do you feel strongly either way? Are you do you don't care? Or? I like them. Oh, you do? Oh, yeah. Boy, I think right. they're cool. Yeah. Sorry, I'm I'm, well, I'm sorry. I agree to disagree on on those. I mean, I'm I wouldn't sure. have a whole house with them, but <laughs> I would have like a little room with it. Yeah, sure. Uh, I couldn't do it if if if, if like I moved into the house I live in and uh, those were here. They that first thing to go, but the sledgehammer. Yeah. I'd put them in a shitter, like you know what I mean, so you, no one could see in your bathroom when you're using it. And, well, they, but you could like you could see their shadow if they're trying to peek in on you. That's right. What if you just did like like a stall of just that? So yeah. all, you're surrounded by it, so that you can like yeah, the, you could see into the person, you can see the shape sitting down, and then like the, the whoever's in there making can see people outside, knowing <laughs> that they can see them, but like not really seeing anything. Or on the floor too, like if someone's downstairs, they can look up. Oh well, that could be yeah. yeah. <laughs> That can be a little too much. <laughs> hey, it's, it's your fantasy, though. You do what you want. My architectural or, fantasy, yeah. Yeah. So actually, I think I—I don't know if I wanted that. I think I'd pass in that car. I wanted because there's this is like a, a light vehicle episode. So I wanted to make sure we at least brought up the Maserati. It seems that I don't know. I, I'm not. I'm not feeling the Maserati. 
Okay, it was it was plain to me. Like I didn't really it really notice almost, it. It seemed almost almost tacky to me. Yeah. Okay, we got that out of the way. So yeah, they they leave. They go out somewhere, and uh, the fellas break in, and it, that's the longest thirty seconds. I've God, got. that music too. <laughs> it like music the whole time. Intense. Yeah, tense music, and then they're like looking for it, you know. And it's like got that like little synthesizer music, which has been used before. You know, yeah. it's a, it's a John Hammer favorite. Um, but the, even what he says, he's like, yeah, you got 30 seconds to break in. And he's like, where, where's the, the alarm? He's like, that's a million dollar question. You're just like, and it's such a I, I even said, I was like, I said, fuck man, they're not going to find that. But of course, yeah. you know, they are <laughs> and like after 30 seconds, uh, Sonny's like 20 seconds left. They're like, they're not actually keeping count. They're just like, it feels like 10 seconds have passed. <laughs> sure. But what, what if the, what if the alarm does trigger the cops to come? They're the fucking cops. Like would the cops come, come or would Amato come back? I guess you're right. Yeah. Maybe probably Amato would. And they're, yeah. they're, I guess they would fear that there would just be like, you know, a shootout or something. Yeah. It would make yeah. sense. It's by the water. So it would fit in yeah. perfectly. Now, yeah. <laughs> what I thought when it's, um, uh, Lester, when he, he finds, he finds the uh, the place, and he, the, the, his device he has is that like black ring he puts around the wire for a second. What the hell was that thing? <sighs> Did it do anything? Did He's it... Lester, dude. He's got all the all the hookups on there. Technology. Yeah. I mean, it worked, but then I also liked when he had the bugs that like it looked like a like a special handmade case. Yeah. He's like, my father made this for me. He just he died with this in his hand. He said the last thing he said was, "Take this and, and use it." <laughs> And it seemed like it wasn't like a like a standard police issue thing. It looked like you know cigars or bugs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they was like a little little bug montage. It was nice. I, I I thought it was weird when they were looking through the house and he found that catalog called Arsenal of Democracy. Yes. And I was thinking, I was like, they made catalogs for you to just buy crazy weapons like out of like or like what like. Yeah, because it, it was they were talking about uh. An airplane, I believe. Yeah, yeah. So then they were really casual about after the fact when they were searching. They could come back at any time. And they're just like, eh, look around a bit. Well, they didn't know where he was going either, did they? I mean, I don't think they did. They just assumed we have all the time in the world. No one was in a rush to get out of there. I would have like put the bugs and get out. But nope, they had to stop and compliment his clothing. <laughs> none of the stuff none of the stuff is machine washable that was a good line a lot really of good one liners in this a lot of little, little were, quips. Yeah. yeah but they uh so they figure that they can set up in the bay for surveillance so you get the same fight dance and because you have the same fight dance who do we get elvis oh oh <laughs> yeah you're right you're right skipping ahead a bit but he's coming up because <laughs> that they're then down in the boat you know they have the uh that fancy zoom camera Oh, yeah they're looking at the girl yeah yeah he's really like Yo, you you have to see this like he's like not that look at this thing yeah yeah but then they notice that they're being watched i i you know i've seen this episode a couple times but i forgot at first i'm like oh i forgot amato finds him out but it's just a fed yeah where was he where was he in relation to amato's house he's just standing there out in the open with binoculars yeah like across the the way and they like he was just like on the on the edge of the the bay over there, just like yeah, watching. Whose, them. whose property was that? <sighs> a little troublesome writing in this episode. There is there's some like uh, the inconsistencies. Yeah. See, like you know, they're, they're thinking, you know, like uh, I wouldn't have thought of that. You know, I guess even in, I mean, as an adult, if I watched this in '84, I probably wouldn't have been thinking about that. But I think I've 
make myself watch things with a critical eye now and i had to call out even though it's totally fiction and you just watch it for fun to forget things it's just like i can't this shouldn't be happening well even watching it now i'm like thinking i'm like this is like such a good story but the way it's kind of depicted from the 1984 tv lens you know like think about if this show would have never been made and they would have made it now on like you know premium cable like you could get a really good fucking cop show out of it with a little more grittiest but there's a lot of implications in this in this episode that makes it a really good story like there's just some like really dark shit in there like oh yeah you know he's an arms dealer but he also has a problem where he beats his wife that's a really good like double internal external conflict like going there like you know um yeah really good writing but just the way it's portrayed back then it just seems a little cheesy and i can probably understand why people don't like newer um newer generations can't really like get into it because they're just like oh it's kind of cheesy but like i don't know if you dig deep into it it has a lot more it may be tough to get into you know a a tough cop who's wearing like a salmon color sleeveless shirt and like like, white boat shoes and yeah exactly yeah it seems kind of goofy his sunglasses were a, maybe a little bit too much this episode. Like the, the, um, the cool sunglasses disappeared. Were they sharing sunglasses? I wonder if they just like, oh, we should buy this. We should wear the same brand. We're partners, dude. I wrote down those sunglasses after you know they they he wears those clothes. Crockett's wearing those sunglasses, and then later on when Tubbs is undercover at the the end, he's wearing those same fucking glasses. I noticed they're the same. I was like, they're both wearing aviators. This one, but they have that little thing in the middle. I was yeah. like, they're wearing the same glasses. They just shared that because they didn't want to spend, you know, another hey, two hundred fifty dollars. <laughs> we, we've we've heard the cop's salary mentioned several times. So, like, like, let me borrow your shades ones. for this one, man. Let me borrow your shades for this this gig right here. Yeah, good 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 for them for saving a buck. Yeah. Let's <laughs> say so, so the the feds basically just board their boat and like we're taking over. It's ours because their concern, their only concern is. Uh, getting these ground-to-air missiles that Amato's supposedly selling. Yeah, they don't care about anything else, but they work on a deal. Like it's it's funny that you you figure federal agents they can just we're doing this. Nope, I don't care. You're you're done. But they're easily talked out of it by the, the local cops. Yeah, yeah. Did you hear him when he says he's like, "Who are you guys?" He's like, uh, "Miami Vice." He's like, "Ugh." Yeah, yeah, <laughs> oh. yeah. Let's just call you again. Great. <laughs> I have to say these these feds were like less stuffy than the feds from uh, the the episode with Ed O'Neill. They were a way more like lenient and like uh, like negotiated with. Like they get negotiated with like a couple times in this episode. Like uh, like Vice gets to call a lot more shots than you would typically expect. Yeah, I mean, I think they they maybe were a little more sympathetic to it as well. So they're more sensitive, sensitive gentlemen. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, so they they piggyback onto a Croc and Tubbs operation. One of them stays. The one who's scared of got scared by Elvis. Yeah, it's a, it's a quick appearance, but I'm, I'm glad they they got him in there. I think he actually got more time on TV than than the uh, the ladies this week. Yeah, so, he did. He did. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. I'm sure, I'm sure there'll be future episodes where they will. Oh, I know there are future episodes where they they get. I heard they were going to do an Elvis spinoff, like Alf, kind of like a. Like a, yeah he but he was like elvis and he was a talking like puppet alligator and it was like crocking oh. and tubs like early days like a prequel like like the mind device junior <laughs> yeah they're just kids like 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 like, like uh the flint the, the version of the flintstones, flintstones pup, kids. Pup, 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 pup named scooby-doo yeah <laughs> yeah yep this Miami vice junior 
He's like, come on, Crockett. Come on, Sonny. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, I guess the Jamaican would, be a, would have been adorable. That would have been a very 80s thing, too. You know that. It so. would have been. Oh, yeah. And then yeah. I'm sure if I, I bet you someone must have had that. Like, how can we market this more towards kids? That's this week's Cartoon. Uh, phony promotional gag. It's, yeah. uh, you know, we'll use the. Uh, uh, a gator named Elvis or whatever. Yeah, a gator named Elvis, yeah. A gator, gator named Elvis. But Castilla would still be an adult. I think. Yeah. <laughs> he's huge. He's the ageless. So I love that. Just genius. Genius. <laughs> <laughs> They're watching the house, and this is where you really see Amato, his abusive side. His poor, his poor wife, poor Rita. Yeah. She's she, she's dressed. She looks, I'm, I'm sure, like very nice for her 80s. Giant shoulder. shoulder. Actually, the, the night they, that was very 80s, like that purple dress with the huge shoulder pads and his Amato's dressed like real real like uh he looked like a fancy matador to me yeah yeah i was like where is he the coat he getting into yeah yeah and he's he has the nerve to tell her that she's not dressed right yeah i was like damn man i was like it's cold (laughs) so i wonder if they had to do several takes when he pushes into the pool because she kept doing cannonballs (laughs) and yelling wee They're like, okay, guys, I got it this time. That's yeah, sorry, just can't get it out of my system. <laughs> but yeah, the, the whole thing—he he berates her and just physically, you know, dresses her down because of how she, how he thinks she can't dress. And then he's like, "Oh, let's just go, forget it." So it's, it's like, oh, like, everyone's like, "Oh, what an asshole!" Like that. I'm sure they want to beat the shit out of the guy. Yeah. Now, did you notice when they leave too? Well, first off, they, they they do mention how there's he's meeting a, a Jamaican who wants to buy these. How convenient a Jamaican who wants yeah. to buy these uh the missiles. <laughs> it's very casual. Like, do you know what he looks like? It's like I, I don't know who he is. He doesn't, doesn't even seem to know his name exactly. He's just like ah money. And that, that that's like very convenient for undercover. Yeah, so and that's some lays. That's some other corner cutting riding right there. It is, but it does allow Tubbs to move in. in. So I could I let that one slide because what you know what it does it gives us Tubbs doing Jamaican accent so it's it does, it does. and that other guy when they were talking about the um, that's how they remember the next scene they're they're um, talking about how they're gonna pick up the guy from the airport the Jamaican from the airport and yeah. it's like I forgot the other guy's name the other agent but he's like yeah and he's like you ever been undercover before and it's just that that kid and he like kind of looks like Tubbs a little bit, but like you can kinda. tell he looks like a little younger and like he wouldn't play the part that right yeah, behind the ears. Yeah. 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 His, his, his answer was like vague. He's just like stuff. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> just didn't know. It's like, you ever see the, uh, the, the Simpsons episode where Marge makes Homer promise that he won't buy uh, Lisa a pony. Mm-mm. And he just, oh, it's like, I think they're going to sleep and she's like, you're not going to buy her a pony. Right. And he's just like, snuh. Like, what? <laughs> but he just he won't answer. <laughs> so that's, that's kind of how he was. But Sonny has a good line too. He's like something about like how he took, you know, like taking drama classes doesn't count. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's like drama classes don't count or theater and, class or something. And yeah, and then they're just like, Yeah, we're gonna go in. Sorry, feds. Yeah. And they're like, All right. That's I'm another gonna... time they push push over him, like they're just like, All right, get out of the way, we're gonna do this. Yeah. It would, it would have been funny if they like literally said in the show, have you seen any of the first six episodes of Miami Vice <laughs> from my Jamaican accent? They're like, oh, I'm sorry, I haven't. been funny if they both went and they're like, hey, what are you doing here? <laughs> yeah. But they start doing like the, the Marx Brothers mirror routine. Yeah. <laughs> it's, that's the rest of the show. Forget the plot. <laughs> but I think it's, it's, prob- it's hilarious and 
again, not by the books, how they, uh, they do the switch for the uh, actual Jamaican gentleman. Uh, this Switek and Zito just pull a gun on him in an airport and force him into the men's room and apparently strip him. And the then you don't, know what happens. you don't know what happens. Tubbs goes out, meets the guy, the Amato's thug, and they get in the car and drive away. And then Zito and Switek come out. But what, what happened to the, the guy? The real one? The real guy. Well, I mean, I, mean, I don't know. Maybe they took him in or something. Like, but... did, we, did we assume that other police officers did something with him, took him somewhere? Or... I, I mean, guess. For, for all we know, he's hogtied in a men's room stall on, on top of the toilet, so you can't see anything. Just trapped that, there. That has to be, like, against someone's rights to, like, restrain them without actually have, having done anything. That's right. But, I mean, then again, cops were, you know, driving Lamborghinis and Ferraris after confiscating them back then. So, right. Miami life. Yeah. <laughs> but again, it's just like another, like, like, you know, gaping plot hole, I think. It's Corner like, cut. They just, they just needed an episode this week. They just like, we got, we got <laughs> doing a good, good story. We just got to get, get it shot. Yeah. Come on. No, no time for reason. Yeah. No one's ever going <clears> to <throat> think of that, anyways. And if they do, it's going to be 30, 35 years later. So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So who's gonna who's gonna care? I mean, important to mention how Rita, after Amato goes out, she calls a friend to, to set up what sounds like a hit. It's not explicitly yeah. said, but you know, Sonny's like ah, that's a hit, and the FBI is like ah, we don't know that, which is true, but come on, yeah, obviously a hit. And so she they, they set up a meeting, and so uh, while while Tubbs is off undercover, Sonny goes and intervenes on that. I have to say, I did like the, the hitman's yellow coat. It was like a yellow windbreaker. Yeah, 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 yeah. He'd, he looked like I would imagine a mid-80s Miami hitman would look. Definitely, yeah. Like He, he, he smelled like uh, like beer and cigarettes. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I think. But that was a little funny scene. Trying to get t-shirts in the badge and it's like, get out of here. And yeah. Like, oh, oh, yes, sir, right away. And so he talks to her. He pretends at first to be the hitman. Uh, and she's she's very open book about the whole thing. No problem talking about this. You know, it should be like, I want this done. What's it going to cost? You know, why do you need to know the, know the reasons? Why are you asking these questions? I mean, would you be suspicious? Uh, definitely. Yeah, probably. I mean, I mean, if you're that desperate just to get it over with, don't why you're going to prolong it? So yeah, that's just, that's from my experiences when I've put a hit on someone. Contract killers are that's right. The good one's hard to come by these days. That's a so. lie. I've never put it on anyone, <laughs> and I never will. I really like this scene though, and this is this is where those glasses show up. Just FYI, if you guys are yeah, um, they do paying attention. To, pay attention to the glasses. That's Look right. at them. But uh, this scene's really. It's kind of like uh, this is this implication right here is really fucked up, and uh, when you know Rita's basically telling her story about what uh. God. Yeah, what fucking Amato did, and he says, you know, she just says they get her. Yeah, and then they said if you know you don't comply to like to the lawyer about you know, so she says basically that she got a lawyer to divorce him, and she, uh, Amato sent two dudes well, over there. Pay, they couldn't they couldn't pay the lawyer off. Yeah, yeah, and they sent the people over to the lawyer's wife, and basically implicated that they raped her and they said they would yeah. do it to the daughter and this is the part i'm talking about where it's like that's some dark shit on tv back very then. oh yeah 
and even now i was like today uh, just the way she said it i'm like it's like it's like good they didn't say the word rape they said they get her and then he's like the daughter i'm like holy shit man this is a bad dude man you know yep it was that was that's part of the that's like the, the darkest thing we've witnessed on the show so definitely far. yeah definitely for sure that's what i mean that's some yeah. rough shit for 84 yeah. right 84 it was yeah if, uh to bring it back or maybe to lighten it up again we forgot to mention that the hitman's name was jimmy eureka <laughs> jimmy eureka <laughs> <laughs> which i liked because that's when when he when he you know finishes then he, he shoots someone I, i'm assuming she shoots people he just yells eureka <laughs> eureka this is calling card is yelling eureka i heard someone yell eureka but I didn't see anyone. So they they talk Rita basically into staying, uh, staying in because they they let her in on what's going on. She's like, just hang a little bit longer so we can we can get this guy. And she's like, oh, I don't know. But they talk her into it. And uh, at the, so we then we have Tubbs who does the uh, the missile test. Now I think his name was was Gentle or Gentile. Gentle That's, and uh, Ramon, right? Gentle okay, and Ramon. Ramon was the fedora guy, and then. Gentle was the uh, the one who gave the the, the test, the demonstration. Yeah. But did you notice his blue boots? No, I did not. No. Oh my! I couldn't. Well, they were like royal blue. That it was almost, and then they kind of looked somewhat like cowboy boots, somewhere between snow and cowboy boots. It was, I mean, it was definitely eighty four, but it was like wow. Was, I was too enamored by Tubbs. I thought Tubbs looked oh, awesome. Oh, Tubbs! Tubbs he, wins, he wins the award this week. That's what me. I said. It says right here, too. It says Tubbs, Hawaiian shirt and hat, best dressed. I mean, instantly I was like, boom, yes. that's it. And it was anytime. Yeah. But especially the lat, the purple one. God, that purple, purple shirt, that man. Nice. I want that. That thing's awesome, man. Yeah, I agree. But yeah, they, they do the test and they show them. And then, you know, Jamaican accent all over the place is great. Now, do they actually shoot at a plane? that's what i was wondering he's like here's one right now yeah and you know and tub seems uneasy about it but, but <laughs> he was like uh <laughs> but there's no mention of a plane getting shot down and you're doing this in broad daylight it's kind of like an insane thing to do yeah but i think he, he says he's like any knucklehead with a ged can use this man <laughs> yeah because i think to say in the wiki fandom that they mentioned that they actually uh i gotta see now I thought they mentioned that they actually. Oh, Tubbs was his name was Dupass, by the way, or Dupass. Yeah, Dupass. Yeah, that was Dupass. it. I don't think that guy even got credited. Yeah, it does say that Gentle uh, test fires uh, one as a passing light aircraft to prove their effectiveness. Is that that? I don't know that as a passing light aircraft. Does that mean that he at, at something? Uh, as the, the wording it says, if he test fires and, one and, as a passing light aircraft to prove their effectiveness. I guess it's ambiguous. Yeah, because either way, Tubbs was complicit in shooting down an aircraft. So, yeah, so (laughs) maybe not then. (laughs) I mean, it looked pretty cool. I want to fire one of those. Yeah, the stingers. That's what they're called. Stingers. Not, I wouldn't want to fire it at like a you know a passenger plane, like you know, just in a like like a like a weather balloon, maybe. I'll stick to bottle rockets, dude, for Fourth of July. I don't know if I. I would feel like if I had one of those, I'd be like. Hey, is this the way it works? <laughs> well, but you can don't forget you can you can disarm the warhead, so you can just you know break a window or something, but not cause an explosion. So yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's a, a big plus, a nice feature. Yeah. <laughs> so now bottle rockets are fun. Uh, are fireworks legal in your state? Oh yeah, yeah. No, they are not here. You can easily uh, cross 
the border to New Hampshire or Connecticut and get them. But they're, they're like, there's limitations on certain ones, but yeah, most of them are legal. Um, we have like, they're only legal around certain times of the year, but I mean, nobody really cares. Yeah. Yeah. Like this, the summer you can sell, sell them all the time, but in Tennessee, just to stay below there, like you can just go to any firework shop you want. You know what I mean? So now, I have to ask. I'm sorry. This is off topic. Uh, I don't know how much you've traveled on the East Coast. Have you ever been to south of the border? Or heard mm-hmm. of it? Mm-hmm. Never have you heard? Oh, it's a, it's basically it's it's a tourist trap on the North Carolina South Carolina line on 95. Interesting mm-hmm. 95. Um, the reason I know about it, I did a road trip with uh, out of high school with the, some friends, and for I think it's about 50 miles either way. There's a billboard every single mile. These like fluorescent. Uh, billboards advertising it's like it's like Mexican themed basically very cheesy um, I think they've had to like change some because they were offensive understandably but they what their big deal is selling fireworks I mean there's like a motel and like restaurants like mini golf and stuff but they they sold tons of fireworks and it was I think North Carolina you can't but South Carolina you can so it's just over the you know south of the border yeah so that, that's like that's their that's their deal so I'm just curious because I know it's like a kind of a well-known yeah i've never i've never heard of that yeah well if you're going if you ever go up 95 you know, look, look for it. you'll see the billboards everywhere so well that's our try to get them to be our sponsor now for mentioning them on the show <laughs> actually I might try that hey you all right back on back on track uh so sonny's watching uh rita it's a very it's, depressing part. It, it is because Tubbs makes he's he's gonna buy the stuff, so Amato's happy, and he he seems nice. First, yeah. he buys some nice earrings for Rita, and uh, but of course, understandably, she's just like, "Oh, okay, thanks. I'm gonna get the hell away from you now." And and I'm surprised I actually showed him slap her around on TV. Yeah, to that "Stay with Me" song that was like, yeah, so at first, awkward. I'm like, oh. It's yeah. It, it, at first, it's like it, this makes sense. He's being nice for a change, and in the uh, the the wiki fandom page, they in the music they know "Stay with Me" by Teddy Pendergrass, and in parentheses, Amato slapping Rita around the house. <laughs> That's exactly how it's worded. Oh man, yeah, he definitely was too. He was, but it was, and then you know, Sonny can't do anything. He's just. The, all he can do is slap the metal pole into the boat. He, he had a line earlier too. He's, he's like something about being a cop. Is like I don't, I, don't, I don't want to be a spectator. I yeah. Exactly, but you know, it's, it's like he doesn't want to stand by and not do anything. But he, he can't because he's a cop. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, so that was yeah, very a, lot, a couple of awkward scenes. Hard to watch scenes in this one. Definitely, yeah. This one was really rough. Like. Uh... Just the way, dude, Amato is just like, he literally just like treats her like shit. And like the whole time, like usually I'm not like, like it's just fiction to me. TV is, but this one I'm like, damn, like that's Rita's like, you can tell she's like really battered. You know what I mean? Right. And I, the acting it, was good. Yeah. Kudos to her for playing it so well. Yeah. It's like just She almost looked like, just... like uh, emotionally detached from reality. Almost the way she acted. She looked very nervous and anxious. Yeah. Like so, I, I felt, I felt bad. I don't, I yeah, I know this is, you know, old TV fiction, but she did a, she did a good job. Yeah, hope she's okay. <sighs> Me too, Rita. <laughs> if you're out there, we, we love you. <laughs> We're pulling for you. 
So the next day, uh, the feds and the vice are arguing when to get him out of. Like the feds, like we're gonna get him now because you know, we know he has the stingers. Yeah, but they, they, the vice wants to hold off a little bit longer. To what was the reasoning? Like, couldn't they get him too? What was, was it? Did they ever like really clarify what else they would get him on? No. <laughs> they, was like, oh, okay. they said that we can get more. They just kept saying like more. I thought like they wanted more. Well, maybe I guess it's other weapons, like other weapons deals, maybe because the, the feds are just concerned with that specific. Because I think yeah. it was grenades was the, was the what the deal was at the start of the show. Yeah. So it's, I'm sure grenades and machine guns and other crap. So I guess that makes sense then. Okay. I should have thought about that more before I asked. But this scene, uh, this is where Tubbs is wearing the purple shirt. Which I know. Yeah, best. purple shirt. So but, good. Uh, Sonny had the he had nice orange sleeveless in this one too, which was that was, that was you know, he, had, he had a couple sleeveless in this. He wasn't wearing a jacket a lot, and his sleeveless you got to see a, a whole like a uh, fastitude of colors, you know, um, mm. of of his uh, you know, whatever the what's the brand of those shirts? What are those? Just they tell you what brand they are. I know they're not the Armani. I'm, sh- but, I'm sure we can find out. No, I'll I'll uh, let me look it up. I bet I'm he gonna... has a closet that's so organized, like. You know what I mean? Like in his houseboat. <laughs> uh, I think it, I, if it's his houseboat, suits. I think it's a pile, a pile of shirts and he just takes the least wrinkled one out of the pile. Yeah, you're probably right. Like, There's probably not a room for all his clothes in there. Maybe Where's if he, he park uh, his car at the, the boat docks too? Like, there must be a parking like, spot. I, mean, a lot, I think. Okay, maybe I'll, I'll look up that later because I don't want to don't want to be distracted <laughs> by uh, trying to find out. I do want to know though. That, that's I think that's a good question. Well, just ask the audience if you guys know what brand Crockett wears in those sleeveless shirts. Tell us, us in know. the comments below. They still exist, so we can get some. Yeah. If you're in Miami and they sell them there for whatever reason, can you send me one? Thank you. I'll take a nice salmon one, please. Salmon. That's what I was gonna say. Give me a salmon, salmon. colored one. Yeah, salmon. That's nice. Yes. So they okay. The feds are like, okay, you have 24 hours. To, to to do your thing and so they're watching them again because they need to uh like set make the arrangements for the meeting to they're gonna check the merchandise uh, but then in the process of this amato discovers oh his phone is bugged yeah he's oh, trying to bug. Oh, i thought he found like a like a piece of glass or like a, a penny he was like yeah well it's the camera yeah but nope uh, and so Tubbs, quick thinking, he calls and he's like, "Deals off!" Like, I got people watching me. And what's that's smart, uh, smart thinking it, on Tubbs' part. <laughs> but it, it's funny that uh, when he does that, Amato's just like, "Oh, we can't talk on the phone." But he's just like, "Meet me here to do yeah. this deal." He just gives all the details, anyways, because <laughs> he's—I guess—he's so desperate for the money. Well, let's see if it was. What, what do they agree on? Was it sixty-seven thousand five hundred per sixty-seven per five? Yeah. And there were nine left. Let's see what, what what's the money on that? Sixty-seven nine times sixty-seven thousand. Can't believe they wasted that one too. Five hundred. That's six hundred seven five six hundred seven thousand five hundred dollars in nineteen eighty-four money. Do one of my favorite things. The inflation. Yeah. Calculator. So so they make the arrangements like it's happening now. And it's it's weird that they just cut to a random scene of Switek and Zito playing pool, like actually enjoying themselves yeah that bar by the way i wrote down this um i was watching anthony bourdain i might have said this on the last one but i was watching anthony bourdain and there there's a bar in miami that was used in miami vice and that i think that's the bar 
oh, one really? of the bars that was used and like the owner was like a hundred years old or he is a hundred years old currently. He might be dead now. This was a few years ago, oh. but yeah, yeah. He looked in good shape though. He was like still running the bar, drinking a beer. Like he's like, yeah, Miami Vice filmed here. Like, nice. so yeah. Zeta was here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I guess he, again, the, the shirt he was wearing, it wasn't as usual. It was like some like shimmery dark blue thing. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he had an off week. I mean, we're all entitled to off week, so this was his. Uh, but uh, okay, so in case anyone's wondering, uh, 1984, 607,500 would equate to today's money, uh, $1,573,974.62. That is a nice chunk of change. That is. Thank you, inflation calculator. Yeah, no wonder he wanted that money, so he could probably like be set. Yeah. I'm just going to keep that tab open for every episode. It's going to have something all the chat. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely going to fix our figures. Yep. So, but somehow Swiatek and Zito know to just leave to, they didn't have like, no, maybe there was a portable phone in the mix, but they're just like leaving. Yeah. Like, we got to go. Someone call? Like I thought I heard, like, did I see a phone call or anything? Once or they're just like, Oh no. Once again, it's just like, we're just, I have to assume they're making the vice, assume vice a lot of intuition. Yeah, I guess so. Uh, but they, they, they find out where they are. Somehow there's like crossing a drawbridge. Oh, there they are. Yeah. We happen to find them. <laughs> we got them. Yep. So yeah, Sonny comes over there and, uh, he and, he and Switek start sneaking in. Uh, it's, it's, it's pretty funny. Everything's going, you know, how you expect it to, like they look at the merchandise and what they can make me laugh was that, uh, did I write it down? How they said it? The Amado goes like merchandise. And Tubbs is just like money, <laughs> and that's that's the deal is complete that way. And uh, but then the the feds like come in like you know announcing themselves and sirens, ruining ruining the whole thing. Shootout, yeah, shootout, shootout, to, to, shootout to Phil Collins. I don't care anymore. <laughs> yeah, and, and before that too, even just them like sneaking down, right? Yeah, yeah. Which this, now, I, this scene was very very um, reminiscent of episode one with the shootout. Uh, trying to get Calderon at the boat docks with uh, um, in the air tonight. So it's like kind of like almost the same scene almost, <laughs> but just with uh, same center. I don't care anymore. Yeah. 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 But uh, this was a different little bit. Cause you, you do have uh, Mr. Fedora thug whose name you told me, but I forgot already. He was that Ramon Ramon. Was it Ramon? Yeah. He gets shot and he takes a tumble into the water. Yeah, I love that fall. He's just like, oh, yeah, it's like kind of like all in the water. Yeah, and then and then the the mustache thug. He's smart. He he was a uh, he was always seemed to be wearing like was it, was that a uh, what was that that coat that jacket that salad everyone was it um oh I should know it is it something club what were the coats that everyone wore back then oh uh, members only members only was it yeah, members yeah. only maybe? It, yeah probably probably. That was a big that was a big deal back in the day, right? Yeah, I had a members only jacket that I got oh. from like a Goodwill like a long time ago. I don't know what happened to it somewhere. <laughs> Look at you. Oh, I'm looking at members only back in the 80s and see if because it was white, but it just looked I bet there was a lot of people wearing those. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, they were really popular, weren't they? Ooh, there's a pink one with a rainbow collar. That's nice. They got a lot of cool uh, members only. Uh, that's another. Are they again. still around? We need to get them to sponsor us. That's some people we need to get to sponsor us. Anyone? They're still around. 
All right. Call them up after the show. That's, that's, that's where we're going to next. Get our sponsors going for the show. Right. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, they, they catch Amato. Uh, he seems very surprised that Tubbs is a cop. Despite all these, you know, shenanigans, the the bugs found and and whatnot. And it's kind of a, this is a definitely a, a, a bummer ending. Like the next day, mm-hmm. they're bringing him to court personally to, to you know, have his day in, in court. And, uh, and the feds they, show up to well, serve uh, the papers. Well, yeah, but so they don't clarify who it is who's like, nope. He's free to go. They think it's a, like even like I've read a couple places. It's possibly the CIA. Yeah. 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 They didn't know what what feds they were. They didn't know where they were from. Yeah. They're like, yeah, there's someone basically. I think it was probably CIA because there, there was a lot of stuff going on in South America and Central America at the time. And I think that was maybe like the writer and directors kind of like nod to social issues and shit that was going on back then. So that's, I think that was why there was such like um, such a mystery to like what agency they were actually from. Yeah. It says that they, he's uh, securing his release because he helps them supply arms to certain factions in central and South America without embarrassing the federal government. That is just like the, the whole like Reagan administration thing, you know? Mm, Yep. Very fitting for the times. Yeah. And, and, and then see, he gets the cuffs off and he's like, I got the juice. Yeah, I says. got the juice. <laughs> why, why would he say that? He said, I told not? you boys, I got the juice. I'm like, did he ever say that in this episode? I don't remember that. <laughs> Cutting room floor, probably. What if he actually, he had said it like six times. And then and Michael Mann's like, no, he gets one. That's all he gets. Yeah, one, one time. Bruce, stop, stop improving that line. It's not going to catch on. What if it was like part of like one of his? Didn't he have like a blues album? Yeah, he did. Yeah, I wonder if he has a song called "They Got the Juice." So at the end, though, uh, yeah, uh, Rita comes down. She's got a big floppy hat. I like how she runs out of the cab with the gun already like in her hand. Yeah, Un- yeah. Unsure yet if he's you know what's going on. She has the gun out already. And then she she's was like ready to kill him anyways. Either way. Yes, and she does. Oh, we assume she does. It's left a little, I guess, ambiguous, but it is the best freeze frame ending we're going to get for any episode. This is the the mid the mid Crockett. No, yeah, <laughs> that's it. So it's a sad ending, like most episodes. Sad, bad. I wonder what people thought like back then. Like people watching this on a Friday night, they're like, "What the fuck? Yeah, Are you serious? That's probably yeah. new to them. That that's kind of style of editing, and you know." And not having a happy ending every week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm Especially sure with cop dramas, you know. Yeah, they want usually, the bad guy caught, you know. So, I mean, things were wrapped up, but not to, a, not to the satisfaction of the audience. Yeah, yeah. They just probably assumed, oh, they got him. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like, like a freeze frame of them like high fiving or something, but no, didn't happen. But that, that's the uh, that's the episode. It was uh, a fine performance by Bruce Willis, and we have to really give credit to. I have to find her name. Who played Rita? She was excellent too. Catherine Borowitz. Oh, you beat me to it. I had it already pulled up here. <laughs> what else was she in? Um, Law and Order SVU. Was she like um, a lot of TV stuff? Mostly TV. Yeah, I don't see any anything, uh, any film. Oh. Yeah, I don't. I don't see any film appearances. 
Oh, she's married to John Tuturo, though, uh, from... Oh, John Turturro? Uh, yeah, it's John Tuturo from, you know, uh, like, Coen, Coen Brothers films. Yeah, who knows? And Mr. Deeds, of course. Uh, yeah. <laughs> All right, so, yeah, that's that's the... Uh, do, we, do we already, like, cover the other points that we normally would have? We talked a lot about the fashion already. Yeah, yeah, we definitely all we agreed that that purple shirt was an icon, a fashion icon, fashion statement. And but Um, yeah, he he looked good in those shades too. If they were the same same shades as Sonny, he'd made him look better. I thought for some reason I wrote I miss payphones because that ending scene where you know Crockett's telling Rita he's like we got him, we got him, and like she's like is he dead? He's like no, (laughs) like she's really disappointed. Yeah, so that payphone looks cool. It's got that little light on the top, though. I thought that was oh, a nice yeah, payphone. So I think around, if I see anything, it's usually, sometimes it's, I still see like the, the phone, like the, the main body with the dial pad, but the, the receiver part's missing. Yeah. But more often than not, it's just like the uh, the rectangular box that the phone's inside of. Now, a funny thing, not funny thing, but and it's this is now uh, oh, six years ago. On our honeymoon, we went to Hawaii, and they still had phone booths, like working phone booths in Hawaii. I saw that, I was like, "Whoa!" Was I think I took a picture because it was, it seemed so weird to me to actually see that. I miss those things. I really I, do. Yeah, I mean, they cost. You know, I can imagine what they would cost now. But when yeah. uh, was it? Was it still a dime when you would use it? Because I know you're a bit younger than I am. Or was it? Oh, uh, uh, it was a quarter. Yeah, oh. it was a quarter. The last one I remember using, we had two in the front of our mall, and then we had one at the subway down the road from my house right now, which I think they just tore out a few a few years ago. But yeah, it was a quarter. But you would get your money back once the oh, like if you didn't use the whole limit of the the call, it would spit so your weird. your quarter back. Yeah, it was weird. I don't know why. Oh, hey, I'll take it. Yeah. Um, I used to a long time ago uh, with uh, usually my friends Kevin and Dave. If we either after a band practice or in place of it, if we did we didn't have a practice space for a while, so we go to a, this coffee place and hang out. And before we leave, I used to uh, prank call information on the payphone. Oh phone yeah, because you didn't have to pay for yeah. it. <laughs> I always I would do it. prank called on the payphones. <laughs> yeah, but it would uh, you prank call information. No, not information, just actual oh. people. Yeah. Oh no, I would just call information because it didn't cost anything. But I would always it would it would be a person back then before they went to like the, the, the recording, and so they'd be like, you know, what's the name? And I'd be like, Frank. And they're like, what? I'm like Frank. Like, what's the address? I'm like, oh, it's four sixty two Street. And and they would just hang up on me eventually because I would just do that. And then after a while, you can call information from that phone anymore. And I'd like to think it's because of me. We can only hope, man. We can only hope. <laughs> I did it. You need to put a. <sighs> yeah, I'll put some yeah, some crouching over. Yeah, I used to prank phone call. Um, on a speaking of, do you say prank phone call or crank? I say prank with a P. Me too. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, anyways, yeah, prank phone call from our payphone. We had a there was a clown, like a local clown, like did birthdays stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the kids got his number. And so we just terrorized this local clown. Oh, poor um, clown. Yeah, Felix. Felix the clown. Yeah. Oh. So we used to just prank call him um from the payphones. Did he turn in, <laughs> did he turn into a murderous clown? No, no, he was <laughs> No, he I guess he got over. We, we he just got old. Oh. <laughs> okay, cuz nothing no harm no foul. No, no, he didn't care. 
Uh, purple shirt wins. Glass blocky glass loses. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> that I sounds fair. That sounds fair. Okay. Okay. Good enough. I guess we're done then. Until next time. Don't marry Tony Amato. Don't, just yeah, that's, 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 <laughs> that's if the, he's uh, still alive out there, don't. Well, that's see. This this is the thing. This oh, before we go, I guess that this could be another tie-in. He could have, you know, been shot, survived, and then reformed and be, he became the. Uh, I think it was a detective, and then because there was that show Moonlighting with Sybil Shepherd that came on. Did you ever see yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I that's what that's what happened with him. So that's the the same universe, Moonlighting and Mammy Vice. He reformed himself and went to that show. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was thinking. Or maybe he. Um, you ever seen that movie, The Kid? No, I haven't. With Bruce Willis, and he like his like younger self comes around, and uh, he like has to like go back in time. Anyways, that's what I was thinking. It's him, uh, but he's you know he was reformed and he was like a normal businessman. Then his his past self comes to inform him that he's going to be selling illegal arms. Um, oh. I'm just kidding. <laughs> but, hey, that works yeah. too. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's like because you can have the uh, the shared universe for a TV show and a movie. Say, yeah, yeah. There you go. All right, goodbye. See ya. <laughs> you all right? Hell no, I'm not all right. You all right, lady? I hate machine guns. What's the problem? I hate machine guns. What are you yelling about? Yeah, when I get shot at by a 30 caliber M60 machine gun, I get scared. And when I get scared, I get angry. You. Hey, 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 hey. I want to know who's selling you punks machine guns. Hey, calm down, Tubbs. Calm down. I will not calm down. Machine guns affect my ability to perform, and I don't like that.